It's the 4th of July and uh, it's Radio Veritas 576 AM. My name is Khanya Ditabe. Uh, Independence Day, of course, uh, for those that celebrate it on this day, the 4th of July. And, uh, of course, uh, it's uh, a few people that are celebrating as well that we know about today. Uh, Sister Oman Tuachai, uh, apparently she celebrated her birthday yesterday. And so we had uh, that uh, Sister Kensani Shibambu, uh, also a companion of St. Angela, celebrated her birthday yesterday as well. So who else is celebrating uh, maybe do let me know at 011-452-7115. And you know how it works. You tell me who they are, you give me their telephone number, and I will call them live on the radio to find out how they are celebrating. So 011-452-7115. You can also email me at khanya at radioveritas.co.za or send me an SMS 41809. That's where you need to send that.
16 minutes after one o'clock is the time and so as you heard uh, sister oma uh, celebrated yesterday let's see if we'll be able to raise her and uh, find out uh, what she's up to on this day father joy omi at uh, st louis uh, bertrand also uh, celebrating his birthday today we'll get in touch with him Reach the mailbox of Oma At the tone, record your message. Then press hash or hang up. Sister Om, Khanya from Radio Veritasi, Rufone live on the radio. And the message, we give praise and thanks to the Lord for the gift of your life. You are loved and are a treasure to us. May the Lord shine his gentle, loving face upon you. May he in his wisdom reward you for your thoughtfulness, your availability, your never-ending encouraging messages, your wit and friendliness. You always bring smiles and laughter to us. All hurts and sorrows are made easier by your caring. We love you, your God-given sister, Moira. Yip, yip, hooray. Yip, yip, hooray. And so we're trying May sister, Oma. Uh, not, uh, well, we couldn't uh, get hold of her then. We'll have to try her again later. The seven corporal works of mercy to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, welcome the stranger, heal the sick, visit the imprisoned, bury the dead. Now let's see if we'll be able to raise Father Joy. Hello. Hi, Father Joy. Hello. How are you? Can I am Radio Veritas, Father Joy. Yes, yeah, all right. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And happy birthday, Father. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. 77 so, years young. Ah, <laughs> and where yeah. are you, Father? Where, where, where do you live? I stay in Potchefstroom. In Potchefstroom, Father. And I work in the township. I have two parishes there in the township. Uh-huh. The uh, township of So you go. Uh, you are a parish priest at Saint Louis Bertrand. And uh, assumption. An assumption as well. Yes. Yeah. And I stay in the open house in Pontchartrain. And uh, you also paint, Father Joy. Pardon? You also paint. I am also painting. Yeah. And Father, tell me, how young do you feel today? Oh, I feel. Uh, I feel very well eh, for my age. I cannot complain too much, and my heart is still very young. <laughs> you know, we are uh, we can't complain. Thank God, all blessings. Now, Father Joy, tell me where uh, where do you originally come from? Where were you born? 
I was born in a small village in Flanders with the name of Daddy Fele. In Flanders. In Flanders, yeah, it was a pilgrimage place in honor of Our Lady. I see. Is this why you decided to become an Oblate of Mary? Uh, I wouldn't say that, but but, uh, maybe that has, uh, that somehow has also influenced. I think so, yeah, Mary is important in my life. Yes. And uh, Father, you know, I have a message here for you. It says, uh, it says to me, uh, today is the birthday, yeah, Father Joy, OMI, parish priest of uh, St. Louis, Bertrand, and uh, Assumption. Will you please say to him, Happy birthday to you. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you, Radio Veritas. You are great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, it doesn't tell me who this message comes from, actually. Yeah. But, <laughs> in, t- yeah. in fact, I think I know it's from Father Tom Maritani. Oh, it's from Father Tom Maritani, yeah. my friend, my oh, neighbor yes. in uh, Videla. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, what would you like to say to Father Tom? Uh, I say Father Tom is a hard-working man. He's a very hard-working uh, man with many talents. Very active. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, Father Joy, tell me, what, what are you painting at the moment? What's your latest work? No, I am, uh, I am uh, I'm going overseas uh, for a month. And uh, in one place, there's a priest of 90 years old who supported me always with my paintings. He bought a lot of paintings of mine, and he's organizing again a kind of a sale of my paintings. I will have about 30, 30 works for sale there. Wow. In, uh, on the 15th of August, the Feast of Our Lady. Nice. And where is this, Father? That is uh, not far from Antwerp, in Catalan. In Catalan, yes. Yes, in, uh, in, the, ch- in the Church of the Oblates of Mary Immaculate. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. And, and yeah. Father, Father Joy, tell me, you know, I'm sure there are young people who are uh, trying to be artists uh, and uh, so on. On this, your birthday, what would be your message to them? I think of one guy by the name of Tabo Motseki, who's here in Soweto, the parish of uh, Blessed Isidora Bakanja. Now, to the, young, to the young people, I would say, uh, use your talents. There's nobody who has no talents, and we are called to, to increase them. And there's a lot of joy in hard working. Oh, yes. Joy in hard work. That's my message. Uh, See what you have received from the Lord. You have all received at least uh, one or two or three talents. They are there to be increased. And that's our vocation, to increase for the good of everybody, our God-given talents. And that's the task of the youth. We must start when we are young. And so, Father, because it's your birthday today, we say hip hip, and you say thank you. <laughs> and you have a great one. God bless you, Father. Yeah, thank you for coming. Thank you, my dear. God bless you. Bye. Father Wilfred Joy on his birthday. From Father Tom.
the seven spiritual works of mercy to counsel the doubtful, instruct the ignorant, admonish sinners, comfort the afflicted, forgive offenses, bear patiently those who do us ill, pray for the living and the dead. Blessed are you who stand beside us as we enter new ventures, for our failures will be outweighed by the times we surprise ourselves and you. Blessed are those who forget my disability of the body and see the shape of my soul and strength of my mind. Blessed are those who love me just as I am without wondering what I might have been like. The Muscular Dystrophy Foundation. Your support means hope. You can contact us on www.mdsa.org.za or telephone number 011-472-9703 for further information.
Hi, this is Robiwa. Robiwa. Thank you for listening to Radio Veritas. The good news for a change. Whether you are a new online share trader or a seasoned derivative trader, 28E can help you explore all of the Johannesburg Stock Exchange and add real value to your trading experience. Call Carlo Amorim on 082-899-4027 or 12 or email veritas at 28e.co.za. Call now. Accidents. Hijackings. Theft. These are but a few dangers we face as motorists. Join us at St. Albert's Fosloras, the Church of Mercy in the Near East Rand, on the 31st of July 2016, as we invoke God's blessings on our cars and vehicles through the intercession of St. Raphael the Archangel and St. Christopher, patron of motorists. Mass will begin at 8 a.m., followed by individual blessing of all vehicles present. People of all and no faith are welcome, for my Father's house shall be called the house of prayer for all nations on the 31st of July 2016 at 8 o'clock in the morning at St. Albert's Fosloras 1090 Mokhutlane Street the Church of Mercy in the East Rand.
24 minutes to 2 o'clock, Radio Veritas, 5.76am, and this is still uh, Soft Options, the show that's more than a chart on top. So it doesn't look like uh, there are many people that celebrate on this day, the 4th of July. Uh, I know that uh, Sister Kensani also celebrated uh, just uh, yesterday. Uh, she is now the new superior, of course, Yama Companion as an Angela. <laughs> and, uh, we congratulate you, uh, my companion. I don't know if I have uh, Sister Kensani's number close by, but uh, let's see. Maybe we do. Uh, of course, uh, she is uh, a companion of uh, St. Uh, Angela. Uh, so let's see. Let's see if we'll be able to raise her. Let's see where this one uh, takes us. Hello, sister. Hi. Lega, sister. Ratin. And a happy birthday for yesterday. Hey, radio veritas. How are you, sister? Okay, no, no, no. In fact, uh, one of them said, ah, in fact, now mother, mother. Too many titles, I tell you, I tell you. So we congratulate oh you on that as well, sister. And then Barikiri Moena. I wish I can join you with that whistle. Sorry. <laughs> And then bar hacker move na hip hip na utori in the middle of a meeting in the middle of a meeting hariri hip hip na ore ore but but I'm out of and I know Rotlabona Libona from Thursday for their camp. So, yes. yes. So, there you are. You have a great one, sister. Thank you. Thank God you bless so much. you. Mm-hmm. You might as well say which flavor, sister. I, it's up to them. They know. Oh, okay. God bless. So there we are, uh, of course, uh, Mamukulu Mada of uh, Companions uh, of uh, St. Angela, Ki, uh, Sister Kensani Shibambu. A beautiful message from the Soweto Altar Service Guild. She's the spiritual leader.
I will follow him wherever he goes. Uh, and then that French uh, part of it, <laughs> which I, I don't know how to say. Still on Soft Options, the show that's more than a tour on top. As I say, it looks like there aren't many people celebrating their birthdays on this day, the 4th of July. And it looks like there aren't uh, many anniversaries either. If you do know anybody celebrating today, 11 send me an SMS 41809. Of course, uh, you can also email me, and the email address is khanya, K-H-A-N-Y-A, at radioveritas.co.za. And so I hear that uh, it all really happened uh, this weekend, and that was, uh, of course, uh, that... uh, Father's Day Mass at the Cathedral in Johannesburg uh, where you had uh, different speakers Father Smilom Gadi, Father Mohosho Maselwani uh, we had uh, uh, Father Vic Tanguenya as well uh, I saw Facebook posts uh, going out uh, really saying it was a wonderful occasion that Spiwa Muloi was also there Kapadia uh, Tabumukone was there it really was a great uh, 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 celebration all round for fathers. Lebonta Tegaufela. And uh, of course, uh, Catholic Men's Forum Sweet Melodies uh, was there. Amakawe were there. Uh, Ashton was showing me pictures of Amakawe as well. He really loved it. <laughs> so he just kept showing, you know these guys. He showed me the picture and he said, you know these guys. Yo, these guys can sing. <laughs> so a beautiful day it is. And of course, uh, later on, between 
four and about half past four, Mahadi Butelezi will be giving a report back in Changing Gear with Gashwal Brooks. Uh, so if you'd like to know more about that, do listen to Changing Gear this afternoon between four and uh, about half past four. Now, a few other things are happening this week. Of course, uh, uh, we know that uh, on Wednesday in uh, Durban, we are praying for peaceful, free and fair 2016 local government elections. And this is uh, something that's organized by the Konya Council of Churches in partnership with the Southern African Catholic Bishops Conference, uh, uh, Justice and Peace Commission. So if you're out in Durban, uh, you're invited to this and it will be at the Diaconia Council of Churches offices. For more information, speak to Busi, and the number is 031-310-3500. 031-310-3500. And that's all on Wednesday. On the same day, Wednesday, the 6th of July, uh, Father Lawrence Mtutuz in Dovu is speaking at uh, St. Augustine's uh, College and uh, he speaks on the Book of Ruth, Dynamics of Marginalization and uh, Liberation. And uh, he says here the Book of Ruth is one of the shortest in the Bible, comprising of only four chapters. And yet beyond its uh, beautiful love, uh, love story lies a revolution for the cause of the disenfranchised. So he's speaking on this uh, this coming Wednesday at 7 o'clock in the evening, St. Augustine's uh, Auditorium, 53 Lee Road in uh, Victory Park. And uh, for more information, you can uh, contact uh, St. Augustine's College, 011-380-9000. It's uh, Radio Veritas, 576am, with me, Khanya Ditabe, and it's now a quarter to two here on Radio Veritas.
Call now on zero one one four five two seven one one five. Radio Benitez, the good news for a change. Four five two seven one one five.
This is too beautiful. And when you see them live, well, when you see the video, it's even more moving. Rooftops. Yes, I shout out your name from the rooftops. And I tell them that I'm yours and you are mine. And Oh, yes, and uh, that one makes uh, Mahadi Butelezi dance as well <laughs> before she brings us the news. Member Butelezi. No, I see you dancing to, to this song. You're loving it. But, uh, well, it's been a good uh, a week a weekend of good music for you as well, right? At the Father's Day Mass, you had uh, two men's choirs. I hear they killed it. As, oh if I word. can be a young person for one second. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. If we could use those words, eh? they, they truly killed it. Yeah. Unbelievable, breathtaking performances. Uh-huh. It is just such an amazing day. And uh, you'll be talking about that with, uh, with Gashwal, with Gashwal just on. after four in, in Changing Gear. Yeah. Yes. So what song stood out for you then? For me, there's a song. Um, 
ibitswa ba itshepelang jeho e batho ba itshepela yeah then uh-huh. there moves as well oh Should... with that song with that song hey batho oh, there word. must be a video somewhere there should be, because I just saw a whole lot of Bondate standing up and recording. With their phones. With their phones <laughs> and also moving as they were recording. <laughs> so there must be some video oh, somewhere. absolutely. There okay. really has to be. Well, I think we'll check on the Sacred Heart uh, Facebook page as yes, well. Yes, because they and have a Facebook page. If we can just embed that video from there or share it uh, into the Radio Veritas Facebook page. Yes, and just show everyone what happened on Saturday. Uh, okay. Well, in the meantime, won't you show us how it went I'll play the song you show us some of the moves <laughs> I can try <laughs> okay so let's <laughs> Discovery lies not in finding new landscapes, but in having new eyes. Truth simply is. In your news at two, a very good afternoon to you. I am Mahadi Butelezi. Pope Francis speaks of relationship with Benedict the Sixteenth, and CT asks members of the public for donations after deadly shack fire in Tswane.
Pope Francis has spoken about Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI and his relationship with Argentina's new president, Mauricio Macri, in an interview with the Argentinian newspaper La Nación, released yesterday. Speaking about his predecessor, Pope Francis said that although his age had affected his movement, his mind and his memory are intact. Perfect. He also noted and spoke of Pope Benedict XVI as a revolutionary and that his generosity was unparalleled. His resignation, which exposed all the problems of the Church, had nothing to do with personal matters, Pope Francis said. It was an act of governance, his last act of governance. Speaking about openings of his reforms in the Vatican, the Holy Father said they do their job and he does his, adding that he wants a church that is open, understanding, and which accompanies wounded families. Meanwhile, in a book in a new book-length interview to be published in September, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI speaks about his resignation, his reaction to the election of Pope Francis as his successor, and his challenges in governing the Church, including troubles with a gay lobby inside the Vatican. The book covers the full life of Benedict XVI from his childhood through his youth under the Nazi regime and his service at the Vatican, including his papacy. Among other things, he reveals he was surprised by the election of Cardinal Georges Bergoglio having expected one of several other cardinals to be chosen as his successor. But his second reaction to the election was joy because of his high regard of the Argentine prelate, he said. Entitled Final Conversations, the book is scheduled for worldwide publication on September the 9th and will cover more than 250 pages. The well-known Irish Franciscan priest, Father Miles Russell, has died. He passed away in Pretoria on Friday from heart disease. Father Miles was born in Ireland in 1934, ordained in 1961, and spent most of the 55 years of his priestly life in South Africa, except for a period spent in Harare in Zimbabwe. He was the rector at St. John Vianney Seminary for six years and oversaw the amalgamation of the Hamanskral Seminary with St. John Vianney. A number of his students at the seminary later became bishops. His last assignment was as parish priest in Boxburg. Archbishop William Slattery of Pretoria prayed tribute to Father Russell on Saturday, calling him a very conscientious priest who was always fair and just and who had a great sense of humor. He said he always showed great interest in the people. The Archbishop said Father Russell would be greatly missed. The city of Tswane has said that families affected by a shack fire at the Plastic View informal settlement will receive shelter at a community centre in Mamilodi. The fire erupted on Saturday night, killing five people and destroying around 300 shacks. Officials say that the blaze left 1,500 people homeless. It is believed that it was started by a candle that fell over. The city spokesperson, Blessing Manale, has asked members of the public to donate supplies to help the families who are now homeless. He added that supplies can be dropped off at the Moreleta Park and Gierkerk in the east of Pretoria. 
just to view it very congested. Uh, we are sitting with a thousand, uh, about a thousand sheds in a space of about uh, three rugby fields. So it's quite a, a peg, and we think that it was probably fire that moved from shed to shed, and that's what the residents have been saying. Taking a look at your financial indicators, the rand is trading at 15.51 to the dollar, 19.27 to the pound, and 16.15 to the euro. On to your commodities, gold is trading at $1,351.89 an ounce, and Brent crude oil is trading at $50.59 a barrel. Recapping your top stories for this hour, Pope Francis speaks of relationship with Benedict XVI and City asks members of the public for donations after deadly shack fire in Tswane. For Radio Veritas News, I am Mahadi Butelezi. Countdown 21 days to World Youth Day 2016. It's happening in Krakow, Poland. I hope you are going. And uh, you had uh, the official version uh, earlier of, and I hope uh, it has, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, I hope you enjoy that one. If uh, you still haven't learned the words, well, here's a slower version just so that you can learn it. <laughs> you can download both at uh, the website www.worldyouthday.com slash Krakow-2016. Krakow is, of course, K-R-A-K-O-W-2016. Mountains I look, where is my help? My help will come from the Lord. I long to seek and trust in Him well. He is merciful. When we are lost, He will search for us to take us in His arms and heal our Christ's holy blood Let us live in new
God sent his son to redeem the song And Jesus rose from the grave The spirit within cries out to the world Youth Day Song 2016. This is still Radio Veritas 576M. So I hope uh, you managed to learn that one, or at least uh, you now know it. Uh, check out uh, the website www.worldyouthday.com slash Krakow-2016 for more information. In a short while, we speak to Kati Dijani. We catch up with her on what's uh, in this week's, uh, no, in this month's uh, The Catholic Good News. The Catholic Good News, uh, Catholic Journey, spreading inspiration from the Far East Rand and beyond. So there we are. We look uh, at that just after quarter past two. But listen to this. It's a very simple, easy question for our fun quiz for this afternoon. And uh, also just to remind you, just after half past two, we have David Stanfield here in the studio. It's going to be a great uh, 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 a great interview with him. Of course, uh, great, uh, David Stenfield is that man of uh, banner workshops. He has traveled the world uh, bringing these uh, banners and uh, creating what is known as uh, uh, the banner warfare as well, or at least uh, some of them are uh, banner warfare. So we look forward to hosting him in the studio just after half past two. Right now, though, listen to this. What is higher without the head than with it? What is higher without the head than with it?
Any idea? 011-452-7115. That's uh, the number to dial. What is higher without the head than with it? 011-452-7115. That's the number to dial here on Soft Options, the show that's more than a cheer on top. What is higher without the head than with it? <laughs> Did you know that every month 55 million people go on the internet and search the word God? And every month 17 million people search the word love. That's because God is love. But you knew that. That's why you listen to Radio Veritas. The good news for a change. What is higher without a head or without the head than with it? Uh, 011-452-7115. That's the number to dial. While you think about that, uh, don't forget uh, on Wednesday out in Durban at the Arconia Council of Churches offices, uh, you're being invited to a prayer service for peaceful, free and fair 2016 local government elections starting at 9.30 in the morning at the Arconia Council of Churches in Durban. For more information, speak to Busi 031-310-3500. 031-310-3500. Also, don't forget that the Colpin Society is appealing to you to give old clothing to the needy. This will be given to different homes in and around the country. And you can deliver these uh, to, to Radio Veritas at number 88 8th Avenue in Edenvale. That's uh, Radio Veritas, 88 8th Avenue in Edenvale. If you'd like more info, call us here at Radio Veritas. The Soweto Oblates of Mary Immaculate inviting you next month. Uh, to come and join them as they celebrate 200 years of their existence as a congregation. This will be out in Peter Maritzburg, Olympia Hall, Royal Showgrounds, 6th uh, of next month at 9 a.m. For more information, speak to Mefikile, 078-476-9225. So it looks like we'll have to come back to our fun quiz on the other side of this. I believe in the sun. I believe in the risen one. I believe I
Amen, I'm alive because he lives. Medma on Radio Veritas 576am, Soft Options, the show that's more than a chair on top. And Katidi John. Hello, Hello how are you today? I am well, thank you. Great, thank you. So it's the first Monday. We know what happens on the first Monday here on Radio Veritas. Yes, yes, definitely we know. <laughs> uh, the Catholic good news. Well, it's now called our Catholic journey. Yes, sir. It's now called our Catholic journey. Uh-huh. Where are we traveling to? <laughs> Where are we? Where are we traveling to on this journey? Definitely to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> we are earthly pilgrims and we're journeying to heaven and we're hoping to make our earthly pilgrim a much more uh, spiritual experience. Yes, so we are we are marching in the light, as 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 the song says. Yeah, yes, definitely. <laughs> and uh, so our Catholic journey for this month. I mean, I'm looking at uh, the cover, and I see Benedict Daswa's mom on the cover. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, you mean you spoke to uh, uh, Blessed Benedict Daswa's mom? Yes, we visited her um, a couple of months ago. And she welcomed us with open arms, and she just opened up about her son. It was a very fulfilling journey to be wow. in her presence. Wow. So you speak Venda then, Gati? Am I sorry? You speak Venda? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unfortunately so... not. I only know Ah, which is hello. <laughs> and... Um, but we we had a, um, a translator. Um, the, the Her... Her grandson uh, was able to translate for us, so we predominantly spoke English uh, with the family members who were able to translate um, for us. Yes. Wow. Yeah, how lucky are you? And uh, so tell me some of the the biggest things, some of your highlights for this interview then. Um, I think the biggest highlight was being welcomed with warm arms. The Tasha family is really a humble family and they are so welcoming. And they didn't make us feel like we are from a foreign province from them. So we felt like we were in one big happy family. And um, another big highlight was visiting all the places that Zaswa, um grew up in, worked in the secondary and primary school he worked in, um, the church itself that he helped, helped build, and the place where he died, which is called the um, Minimal Hotspot. So we were taken to all these various places um, which trace back the, the life of Blessed Benedict Asher. And for me, the biggest highlight was really meeting his mother, who was who was a very, very humble soul. And it's, it's really clear that God entrusted her to be the mother of the first saint for a purpose. She really is a humble woman. Wow. So what questions did you have? What questions had you prepared uh, when you got there? I know when, when I speak with people, I don't prepare anything. <laughs> it's just a conversation. Uh, so obviously, I asked about her background, um, her life, and the challenges she faced as a woman uh, raising children in an impoverished um, area, 
and you know you know this her catholic faith interestingly what i found and discovered in the interview was that um pastor's mother was not catholic before um so you know the way her son was active and loved his catholic church and faith converted her as well so she was the first convert um in the Joshua family so you can imagine the big impact that her son had not only to everyone but to the mother herself and she also joined um the fidelity of the same end which she said helped groom her faith more because you know the fidelity is is more into family and praying for the family and for society at large which is why she lived for um currently so it was a very fruitful um one of the best interviews i ever had with someone. Wow. Uh, wow, that that sounds really great. And uh, so you as you say that you had a translator there, you had to ask questions in English. Yes. So what yes. what other stories came out of that? As you say you hadn't really prepared. Uh what other stories came out of this? Came out of this interview. Yes. Um I think one of the other biggest thing was that she said that ooh, Lesetasa is from the Lemba tribe. So a Lemba tribe is mostly looked down upon by other tribes, um, you know, other cultures. And she said that, you know, from that experience, God was able to elevate uh, Lesetasa to being one of the most celebrated names globally. Even the Pope himself knows that there's a soon-to-be South African um, saint who is from a tribe that is looked down upon. So it taught me personally that you shouldn't look down upon anyone based on their backgrounds and based on anything because you don't know how, how far God is willing to elevate that person. So I think for me, the biggest highlight or the biggest lesson I've learned is that you should treat everyone with respect and equally because you don't know where they are going irrespective of where they come from. Oh, yes. Um, and the rest of the story, people have to buy the publication. <laughs> You know, you know, I don't want to give too much away. I think um, people have to buy the publication to get to know about Pastor's mother. But I, I pretty much covered everything in this interview about her background, about uh, you know her sign, about the lesson that we have learned as a team when we interviewed her as well. Oh yes. Wow, so you spent uh, the whole day there. Uh, one can read all about it uh, in uh, Catholic Journey, and that's this month's uh, Catholic Journey, uh, distributed in parishes, of course, uh, in the Far East uh, Deanery. Yes, I didn't hear the properly, sorry, Okay, uh, I was saying that uh, obviously we are distributing a Catholic Journey throughout parishes in uh, the Far East Deanery, but uh, now it's, it's almost the whole of Johannesburg, isn't it? Definitely, it's almost the whole of Johannesburg. Um, I'm getting a lot of requests from other deaneries um, to, to sell there. But we, we as a young team and a, a youth-based youth, uh, team, we are respecting the hierarchy of the church. We need to ask permission from the certain deans within the deanery to go to those certain deaneries. So what we can do on a personal level, we can personally deliver publications to people from other deaneries, either than the Far East Rand or Near East Rand. Um, we do have um, details, the email address and phone numbers people can get hold of us at, and we are able to make personal deliveries there. And obviously, if there are binary events and archdiocesan events, we are able to sell because even our bishop, um, Bishop Bute Shahal, has, um, I don't want to say endorse the publication, but he recognizes it. So we are able to better sell the publication at um, 
exercises and events as well. Oh, nice. Uh, Catholic Jenny, this month, get it. Read all about uh, uh, Mother, Mother, uh, <laughs> Blessed Benedict Daswa's mom. <laughs> and what else is in the publication? So what we wanted to cover is that um, because of our, we shouldn't our way that the church is living in society. So in our South African um, calendar is, we are celeb- not celebrating, but we are highlighting um, what is this called? Um, Mental Illness Awareness Month yes. as well. So we try to cover that based on um, the Department of Spread, which is, uh, is based in the Archdiocese and parishes. Yes. So we covered mostly about what Spread does in the Archdiocese level, that it helps people with uh, disabilities to also have the dignity of celebrating the liturgy well. So because of that, we were inspired to cover Spread as well. And we have a celeb corner um, this month. She's an Anglican woman called <laughs> Lillian Dube. Everyone knows about her. Uh-huh. Uh, we had a very lovely chat with her. She was telling us about her faith. Um, and also we have, because um, in our church, we feel we, we we celebrate older women, older men as well, because we're celebrating um Saint Anne and Joachim's feast day. So we we tied up um, the celebration of our elders beautifully in this article. It's dedicated to our older generation, and I'm hoping they will enjoy this publication. Wow. Gadidijane, thank you very much. And uh, for your dedication as well, uh, our Catholic journey is growing. Thank you very much, Hanya. And I'm hoping that people won't uh, be confused. The publication has changed the name because we have felt that it has been such a great milestone for us to to get to where we are. It has been a journey, and because of that, we want it to be an inclusive uh, brand because all of us are in this journey together as Catholics. And I'm hoping a lot of people can support us. And uh, they definitely will. How do they get in touch with you? How do they get hold of us? Yes. Okay, so we have a new email address. It's called Our Catholic Journey C at yahoo.com. So it's our Catholic journey C at yahoo.com. But we also have that old email address as well. If people still prefer ecatholicgoodnews at yahoo.com, we still have that as well. And mm-hmm. then our cell numbers are 060-685-5118. Um, people can send us texts, SMSs, call backs. We can call, call them back and then just communicate from there. Katidijane, thank you very much. She's editor of our Catholic Journey. And do get it, get in touch with them at 060-685-5118. Thank you very much, Kati. Thank you very much, Kanya, for always um, giving us this platform to share this wonderful journey. And I'm wishing every young pilgrim that's going to the World Day this month a very blessed spiritual journey. Are you going? Unfortunately, I can't. I can't afford to take days off from work, so I can't make it. Naluena Ratwan, it's fine. It's so sad, but it's fine. We'll be there. But I really wish every young pilgrim a very beautiful journey, and we will just, you know, keep up to date with social media and just find out what they're doing. God bless you. Thank you so much, Rania. Have a good one.
So this is uh, the anthem by Planet Shakers on Radio Veritas 576 AM. And uh, so as promised, uh, he's here in the studio. That's uh, a man by the name of David Stanfield. Hello, Dave. Hello, how are you doing? Great, thanks. How are you? I'm very well. It's good to be with you. It's good to be with you here in the studio. And uh, I must just say that I look at you and I think, uh, what's happened to your face? (laughs) 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 Because of the beard. One side is shaved. And one side is not. Yeah. In fact, both beard and moustache. Yes. So, <laughs> so I'm half shaven, and it's been like that for twelve and a half years. Twelve so. and a half years. Yeah. Okay. This is. Tell me why. Well, it's a picture. Um, I travel all over the world. Yes. Um, I'm based in Australia, but I travel outside of Australia thirty to forty percent of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to encourage God's people to listen to His voice. Yes. Recognize His voice. And then do exactly what he says, whether everybody around them applauds and think it's a good idea or not. Yes. Um, Because I believe that God wants to connect with us again at a much deeper level than we have connected largely, generically, over the last couple of centuries. Yes. So he's much more personal, much more interested in who we are and what our destiny is. And the way to walk in our destiny is to know his voice Mm. and then to be obedient. How do we listen to that voice? How do we find that voice? Well, I think there are many different ways. And, and it's a, actually a combination um, of, of a combination of different aspects. So cer- sometimes circumstances um, can actually open doors and prompt us to move forward or qu- to question things. Um, but in many other circumstances, circumstances can actually block us from walking in our destiny. So we need to know when is this door a closed door and when is it merely one that I need to put my shoulder to and give it a bit of a shove to. So circumstances can work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think reading the Bible, um, regularly reading and letting the Holy Spirit speak to us in our hearts through mm-hmm. the Word. Um, but I believe more and more that as we develop a sensitivity to what the Spirit is saying, he will speak to us specifically, 
and clearly mm. and gently. It's, it's almost always very, very gentle unless there's an emergency. And um, he will get us to uh, step further into a Christ-likeness, a way of being like Jesus. So it prompts us to be more, more godly. Um, but he shows us needs and situations and opportunities. And I believe that more, the more we trust our human spirit to connect with the Spirit of God, the clearer his voice becomes yes. and the more subtle his voice becomes. So you hear easier and quicker things. Mm -hmm. And so we begin to move forward as a whole person. So we use our minds and our emotions and our wills and our body to then do what the Spirit is saying. What can be some of the obstacles to well, you know, to that the, the human spirit and the spirit of God actually uniting. Uh, what can be some of the obstacles along the way? I think um, all of the other parts of our person. So our mind can say that's not logical, mm. um, but by definition, many of the things that are spiritual are not purely didactic and logical and scientific. So yes. I'm a scientist. My background is in science, but there are times when God goes bigger than science and over science. So <laughs> yes. our mind can be a block. Uh, our emotions, we can be very frightened or concerned about what people will think about us. And so our emotion can say, well, don't do that, don't do that. What, you know, what could happen? Um, and so that becomes a voice inside us that starts to distract us or stop us from following the Spirit. The other is choices we've made in the past. So if we say, I will never or I will always, those decisions can be buried very deep inside who we are. Mm. And yet they have an impact. So they're not necessarily on the surface like our thoughts or our emotions. Yes. But um, we can say, well, I will never travel more than such a distance from home. Yes. And if God says, okay, I want you now to go to Ghana or I need you to go to Lesotho and do something there, mm -hmm. we go, no, it can't be God because inside us there's a voice that's saying I will never leave my mother or I will never leave South Africa or whatever that is. So I think I will. Can be involved, and then I believe our body can. So, if um, our body has a voice and it says, "I'm tired. This is too much. This is too busy. I, you know, I want to watch this, the soccer tonight," mm. um, and so we feed it with emotional and food and temperature and triggers, and they actually begin to block the ability to hear from the Spirit of God. But I think the biggest block to hearing from the Spirit and being obedient is fear. Yes. Um, we're surrounded by very subtle fears and some very obvious fears. And here in South Africa, I think fear is more visible, more clearly visible and more in your face than in many nations. Um, and so we need to, I think, begin to identify what am I afraid of? Because the Bible says that fear doesn't come from God. So if I'm afraid, there's something else at work here. And mm -hmm. it may be what my mom and dad said it was, maybe what a teacher said, maybe even what my priest has said, that's triggered in me a reaction to this situation. And so really this tour that I'm on here in South Africa is called the fearless tour. <laughs> because to become fearless, we need to fear less, one by one by one. Yes. We need to identify our fears and uh, decide to step away from them. Mm. So one needs to step away from that, uh, and that even that itself is uh, is very difficult. Trying to to actually identify what the fear is, and then step away from it yeah. and say, "I'm not afraid of you anymore." I'm it's not, like you know a little boy who's being bullied in yes. school. Uh, how 
difficult it can be to stand up to that bully yeah. Yeah. even though you feel that you know I'm stronger than you yeah. as a bully but it can be very difficult yeah and and so it's about getting used to how your body reacts to fear so sometimes um, I feel a choking feeling or I feel a sick feeling deep step deep down in my stomach and start to say okay this is fear mm. This is fear. What am I actually fearing? Because often we just react to the body sensation, to the voice that the body sends without actually stopping and saying, hang on, where does this fear come from? Is it real? Mm. Is it valid? Um, Jesus said the perfect love casts out fear. Mm. So if I am perfectly loved by God, if I know and feel his love completely, then what's the space that this fear has in me now? Some fear is has a valid reason. So there's certain areas that we don't go into after dark. Mm. Um, so we can mitigate the risk or we can um, reduce the risk of somebody assaulting us mm. by whatever, locking the windows, driving through well-lit streets. You know, yes. we can make choices. And that's another valid way to deal with fear um, is to minimize the risks of mm. what it has. But in the end, if we have fears, and my fears were fears of having a needle, an injection, <laughs> fears of having my teeth done and having a dentist. And I passed I out most once. people still do. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, okay, what am I going to do to stop these little fears? Because if I can start with the little ones, yes. then I'll, get, I'll be braver in dealing with the big ones. And so I purposefully worked on strategies to not be afraid of having injections. Mm. And I'm 52. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'd lived 50 years, 51 years being afraid of needles. I don't even know where it started. Mm. Um, and so I began to come up with strategies. I'd wiggle my toes. I'd talk to the person giving me the injection. I'd, I wouldn't look at the injection site. I actually did stuff to come against that fear. So practical little things. Mm. And now I'm, I have no fear of needles. I can go in. We can have a chat. She gives me the needle and it's gone. I've had to have a lot of blood taken recently for different things yes. and no fear, no anxiety, no reaction. So I conquered that fear by identifying it, knowing that it didn't come from heaven. Therefore, it had to come either from earth or somewhere else and, and coming against that little one. And same with my teeth. I learned to talk to my dentist and say, okay, can I have a bit more space here? So if I was starting to feel like I had a I man in my mouth, yes. <laughs> um, I could just say, look, can I just breathe? And he very happily worked with me on that yes. until I actually had an operation on my mouth for four hours with six or seven injections. Wow. And I was perfectly unanxious. There was no point at which I was anxious. I had no fear. So as I went home then, I'm, I'm now able to deal with other bigger fears. You know, what my mom thinks of me, <laughs> what other people say about me, what, what, what would happen, what's the worst thing that could happen. And I'm much, much more able to identify a fear and shut it down if it's not helpful. Yes. So that's David Stanfield uh, here in the studio with us. Uh, well, you can actually give us a call if you'd like to do that at 011-452-7115. And David, of course, on the other side of this, we will talk about, you know, you're saying one can use your body to overcome that fear. Mm -hmm. And uh, really using your body as an instrument to Absolutely. receive the word of God as well. Mm -hmm. And we will talk about that just on the other side of this. You shall cross the barren desert 
But you shall not die of thirst You shall wander far in safety Though you do not know the way You shall speak your words in foreign lands And all will understand You shall see the face of God and The song is called Be Not Afraid, uh, Daniel O'Donnell, of course, uh, the artist, and he says, I shall go before you always. Come, follow me. Uh, so there you are. Do not be afraid. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about uh, today, uh, that fear. And also using your body to overcome that fear, uh, fear of the unknown and fear of some things uh, that we actually know. And uh, sometimes we don't even know, as uh, Dave said, we, we don't even know where they come from. We just, we just uh, are afraid of uh, those things. Mm-hmm. But now, David, you are here in South Africa to provide uh, banner workshops as mm-hmm. well. Uh, this includes a form of dance, doesn't it? Well, it's connected with the Christian Dance Fellowship of South Africa. So yes. they're my friends. I work with them. I work with uh, Christian Dance Fellowships all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people who move already, who dance already, mm-hmm. can use banners, um, which are just big silk flags, to, uh, to move in their dance. They yes. can extend the dance. But my interest is particularly in men um, and in other, other people who, who don't see themselves as dancers. So I don't generally use the D word <laughs> because in many cultures it frightens people. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I talk about moving in worship, getting your body to move. You know, when Jesus and his disciples worshipped, they danced, they yes. moved, they touched and moved with each other. Yes. And I think we've lost that a lot in our masses and in our meetings these days. Mm-hmm. We, we sit very isolated. Um, we in, in rows most of the time, yes. <laughs> looking in one direction. And so the interconnectedness in worship is often lost. Mm-hmm. And using banners allows us to actually focus, to move together. And if we begin to use banners together in corporate worship, it actually creates a sense of unity and togetherness which is very rarely experienced. Yes. Um, so, you know, in a really good mass or in a really good time where we've really entered the presence of the Lord and his presence is all around us, we can feel really connected with our brothers and sisters. But mm. it's, it's not every day. Um, whereas what I'm finding is, as I travel and teach people to use banners, is that as they begin to move, it unlocks something. Yes. So instead of their brain being the dominant organ, in their body yes. during during a gathering, um, their whole body becomes activated. So they they actually move into a completely different space. Mm-hmm. Um, the banners that that we're using that that I bring with me are silk, so they float really easily. Yes. They're really anybody a granny can use them, or a six year old, or a two year old, you know, can use yes. them. So they're not physically difficult, but they move beautifully. It's and easy to move. To move them and you yeah, move. And, and so you begin to it. move with them, yeah. Yes. And so what it does is it actually creates a God space. Um, so a, a place which is honoring God, a place where God inhabits 
the praises of his people. So we're actually in a space where we feel safe, we feel loved, mm-hmm. we begin to hear from the Spirit, we begin to hear from God, um, but in a way that engages all of us. Yes. So many of us are very right brain. So we judge everything, we chop everything into little pieces, we analyze it before mm-hmm. it's allowed anywhere near our heart or our spirit. Um, but with this, we tend to be more open. And so the Spirit of God can touch us much more quickly. We've had very powerful experiences. I've, I've been to Durban and to East London, yes. Cape Town. And yesterday we just did a uh, workshop and a service here in Johannesburg. Yes. Um, and the depth of people being able to minister, ordinary people mm-hmm. being able to minister the, the Spirit of God or, or a word from God or just a sense of being loved and taken care of yes. with banners is far above what we normally experience when we're sitting together in a meeting. And uh, of course, uh, these banners have different, uh, you have different themes. Different colors, way. different symbols on them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm particularly interested in one. I'm looking at the mane of a lion mm-hmm. uh, in front of me now. Yeah. <laughs> the Lion of Judah roaring yes. is that one. Um, and so it's got uh, red and gold. The lion is gold colored and it has actually metallic gold paint on it. I think sometimes we forget that Jesus is actually the Lion of Judah. So he's powerful, he's strong, he roars into a situation and it changes things. And of course, I love coming to South Africa because a lion's roar means something here. (laughs) Um, It reminds us of the powerfulness Mm. of Jesus, the powerfulness of God. Um, Sometimes we've created this baby Jesus, meek and mild, in a manger, who doesn't do very much or isn't very brave or isn't very strong and so this particular banner reminds us of that aspect of God yes. you know the Bible has 365 names of God and he gave us a new name every time he tried to reveal something new to mm-hmm. us so mm-hmm. what we have done is we've created banners that represent those names um, I don't use traditional Christian symbols very much mm-hmm. um, because I believe banners are for outside the four walls of the church as well. And so it starts conversations with people at the beach or uh, yesterday we went to the Parliament House. Uh, yes, in the Union Buildings in Pretoria. Yes. And people in the garden came up to me and said, what are you doing? And said, we're just praying as we walk. Yes. So we're praying and we're lifting up love over this area and over the whole nation. Yes. You know? um, and so it's a symbolic way to give us another language. And it's not limited to yes. words. Well, and uh, for me, it's really wonderful. And as I was uh, saying to Serena when we interviewed her on uh, Friday, uh, that, you know, for me, it really is a fascinating thing. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, as you say, it's movement. It's, it's not dancing. And I think it's just a, w- a different way of approaching it. Yeah. But that I can actually use my body, just movement, to do that. Because, you see, for example, at Mass... When you go to a mass on a Sunday, the priest is there and you have the choir there or the band, depending on what kind of a parish it is. And then you have you and you find that in most parishes, the congregation becomes the audience. mm -hmm, Quite passive. Yes, they're very passive. Then they're just the audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with these banners, then everybody actually gets involved. But not just, as you say, not just your head, but your whole body, your heart. It really feels Uh, The message, the word of God actually speaking to you. And it transforms you. So it's going out. You're actually expressing something in a much bigger way than than you can express standing still. Yes. Um, 
but also it actually begins to minister to other people. So that's the real power of this. In a sense, the kingdom, the kingdom comes in the middle of the mass. Yes. The kingdom comes as people say, when you did that, I was healed. That was how I got into banners. Somebody yes. got healed when I was waving one. And I thought, oh, what's this? I've never heard of this before. So I went to the Bible and discovered that there are dozens of verses that talk about banners in celebration, in uh, prophetic acts, in, yes. in, in bringing heaven down to earth. And so that's, uh, that's where I began. And now uh, the more I travel, the more I learn. The more yes. I teach, the more I learn. And of course, here in Africa, many of you are designed to move. <laughs> you know, I like that. <laughs> in our stiff upper lip English, Australian, American um, tradition, we've lost the, the, the ability to move. Yes. And yet, it's just under the skin. Yesterday, we were at the Union Building, and there was uh, a young lady recording a DVD. Yes. And the movement just got me in. You know, it was here we're actually releasing our body to begin to move together in a particular African movement. Yes. Um, I think we need to see that released. And I think that South Africa will use banners in a different way than any of the other nations I work in around the world. Mm. And then I will be able to come and say, hey, this is how they do it in Africa. Nice. You know what? Let's see if uh, we have a caller here. Hello, you're on Radio Veritas. Do you want to speak to Dave? Yes, Kanya. Hello, Teresa. How are you? I'm super, super blessed in Christ Jesus and you. Ah, oh, we are blessed too. Teresa, do you want to ask uh, David a question? Uh, yes. Please go ahead. Uh, I would just like to ask David a question, Dad. How does he feel of like when, when he teach people how to dance in a spiritual way or when he dances, how does he feel? Okay, so nice question. Nice question, Teresa. And Teresa is 11 years old. Okay, Teresa, delightful <laughs> to hear your voice. Um, I'm, I'm David, and I want to tell you that watching people move wakes something up in me. So it's, yes. it's like they're moving for me, and, uh, and it makes me think, like, either I want to get up there and dance with them, if I can, I do, or... Um, I just feel like they're representing me as they move backwards and forwards and moving before the Lord. It opens up um, a part of me that's really, really, really important. Okay, thank you. Because, like, I also do spiritual dance since I was nine years old. I, the people, like, at my parish and in other monasteries, they used to call me. And then sometimes I used to dance alone. Sometimes I used to dance with my friends. And then before I dance or I practice, I pray for the Lord to guide me. And then um, before I dance in front of the whole congregation, I like maybe I give a word of encouragement to say what is a dance about and give a scripture. Fantastic. And Teresa, have you ever used a banner or a flag? Excuse me? Have you ever tried to use a flag when you're dancing or a, a piece of cloth or a banner? A cloth. Yeah? Yes, I use a cloth. And how... how and a ribbon, like a ribbon. 
A ribbon, a ribbon fantastic! Yes. Yeah, so that's like a big long, a big long banner. I we use ribbons too. So how does that make you feel when you're dancing with something bigger than you? I feel like um, like it's not me who's dancing. It's the Holy Spirit that's leading me to say. Sometimes, like maybe when we're dancing, and then I just change moves. Like I do move that. I don't, I don't even understand what moves are they. Fantastic. And often the case. We don't have to understand. We just need to be obedient and step out and do what the Lord's saying. So, good on you. I'm really, really pleased to hear from you. And I'm excited that in Africa there are already girls confidently dancing when they're 9 or 11. God bless you. Keep going. Don't stop. Thank you. And you have a great day, Teresa. Thank you very much for your call. Okay, Chaya. God bless you. Né? And so there we are, Teresa, all the way from Annadale, 11 years old uh, she is, and she, of course, uh, uh, really interested in this. Uh, and as, it says, as she says that she uses ribbons as well, mm-hmm. uh, quite, uh, quite something. I've seen people use ribbons and... Uh, yeah, you end up watching the ribbon and not the person dancing. That's right. <laughs> and that's the key for men, you see, because men move very differently from women. And with ribbons, yes. oh, it can be really powerful with big banners too. Um, size matters to us guys, you know. And yes. people are watching the banner, not you. And so you can go into a space yes. that you can't normally go in when you're in your parish just standing there. Yes. Well, so there we are, David Stanfield, that we're hosting here in the studio. And uh, so if you also want to ask a question like Teresa, the number is 011-452-7115. 011-452-7115. Of course, uh, David is being hosted in South Africa by CDFSA. That's a Christian Dance uh, Fellowship, South Africa, uh, with uh, Serena uh, with us here in the studio. Hello, Serena. You're back in the studio, yes. Hello, Kanye. And uh, so tell us uh, your own highlights now. You've hosted David here. Uh, he's been uh, all over the place uh, with you. Your highlights of this tour? Um, Kanye, the last few days has just been mind-blowing. What we've seen happen at these workshops, uh, people set free, uh, free from bondages. David has helped them um, identify their fear, as he said, and be able to take action and step away from it. Not only has he been doing that, he's been guiding them and coaching them. Mm-hmm. That was more important is that he coached them on how to walk as a Christian. Yes. And that was very important. I think he spent time, ministry time with them, showing them how to step into their destiny. And that has been awesome. We've received positive reports from everybody. For you, who's been dancing for a long time, forever, <laughs> your your personal highlight, uh, what message did you take from, from this tour by David? Well, not only that it is not about us, it's always about Jesus, and that he has a plan and purpose for us. He always does. Mm-hmm. But identifying that plan and purpose is where many people struggle. Mm-hmm. And David has helped you dissect what is right, what is acceptable, and what is wrong. And David, just coming back to you, you spoke about healing. Uh, that, that, you know, for example, you got into this ministry because uh, somebody got healed as you waved the banner. 
tell me about those healing powers of, of these banners. Well, the, the banner itself is just a piece of silk. Yes. Okay, and, and, and I mean, we know in the Bible that handkerchiefs carried a healing anointing, so you can think of these as just great big handkerchiefs. But, <laughs> but the, 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 the real release comes from the faith and the action of the person who's praying for you, you know, or for the person receiving it. So it, it's actually just about stepping out. Banners make us more courageous. Yes. Banners make it um, easier to actually take that step and begin to pray for somebody. And God's waiting. God's, God's just waiting for us to move. You know, yes. he can do things by himself, but he prefers to do things when we move. And so the banner just becomes an excuse or a tool to begin to minister what you have in you because we're connected to the creator of the universe, but we forget it. Yes. The banner, because it's one of his names, because it's part of his nature, it dis disconnects us from feeling it's about us, and it allows us to minister the power that's always there. And so it sets people free and heals them from all sorts of things. And uh, you can, of course, uh, check uh, David Stanfield's website, and uh, that's www.davidstanfieldis.me. Uh, that's where you can uh, actually... I get in touch with him as well. Uh, is that it? It's davidstanfield.com. Oh, dot com. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like there's so many. <laughs> so davidstanfield.com. Uh, so there we are. And uh, you will see there uh, 12 and a half years of uh, not shaving the beard on one side of his face. <laughs> <laughs> so do check him out. And uh, you have been traveling the world. That's right. So this is my so South Africa is the 37th country i think that i've been in wow actually teaching about banners yes and freedom and helping people to find their destiny which is of course the core the banner is just a tool that begins to release us into a space where we believe god has something special for us and step into it so there we are david stanfield and uh, this is how we come to the end of this interview we wish we had more time <laughs> to to really chat and any last words uh, to the people? And uh, Serena also ask you to give your... In fact, let's start with you, Serena. CDFSA, last words? Well, I just think that um, if we all focus more on the God-given purpose, spend more time trying to develop um, our character in stepping into that destiny, I think if we channel ourselves and focus on the right things and um, leave behind the busyness of life, the busyness. The busyness of life. I think that's what keeps us away most of the time mm -hmm. from actually stepping into our destiny. Especially in the big cities, the busyness, actually, we are just busy. It does, we don't know what, but we're busy with things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I would, I would encourage people, keep your ears open. CDFSA is about to become a, a major resource. If you're a mover, yes. um, CDFSA is going to be able to connect you in with people like me from all over the world and all over South Africa. You've yes. got fabulous people that are moving here already. But begin to move. Take that first step and dance yes. and move and the Lord will take you where he wants you to go if you're willing to go. <laughs> as I said to Serena it doesn't matter whether it's waltz or cha-cha or <laughs> That's right. just start to move <laughs> just move and uh, I know that the CDFSA will be giving uh, catechists uh, so if you are a catechist in your parish, we know that CDFSA will be there at uh, the 
Creativity and Formation Day. That's in August, right? 20th August. 20th August. So there you are. Be prepared to move. (laughs) David, thank you very much. It really was a great honor to to host you in our studios. Uh, We hope to see you again soon in South Africa. I hope so too. It's been a delight. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Veritas. Truth. The voyage of discovery lies not in finding new landscapes, but in having new eyes. Truth simply is. Let us now join together in reciting the divine mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Mercy on us 
22 minutes after 3 o'clock, it's uh, Radio Veritas, 5, 7, 6 a.m. And we've just prayed uh, the chaplet of Divine Mercy. Coming up uh, also in this hour, of course, uh, we'll look at another fun quiz for this hour. And then we'll look at uh, some of the highlights today in history. 
just after we look at our saint for today. Here are the seven spiritual works of mercy to counsel the doubtful, instruct the ignorant, admonish sinners, comfort the afflicted, forgive offenses, bear patiently those who do us ill, pray for the living and the dead. When I grow up, I want to be a doctor because I want to help people. I'd like to be a firefighter. I'd like to rescue people and be a good example how to support the community. What a child becomes is dependent on how they are raised. Abuse, neglect and abandonment rob a child of their childhood. Joburg Child Welfare is dedicated to providing child protection services to children in the greater Johannesburg area. They also have child care centers. To lend a helping hand, call 011-298-8500 or email fundraising at jhbchildwelfare.org.za. Joburg Child Welfare, caring for children. This is David Stanfield and you are listening to Radio Veritas, the good news for a change. His holy name 
How beautiful is this? 10,000 reasons. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And uh, that's exactly what uh, David Stanfield was talking about uh, earlier today. Check out his website, www.davidstanfield.com, and you'll be able to find more information there. He was born, of course, uh, in, or he grew up in uh, Guatemala, so he speaks uh, Spanish and uh, English. Uh, beautiful isn't it so check out that website www.davidstanfield.com and so you'll see some of those banners on our facebook page radio veritas uh, south africa follow us on twitter as well at radio veritas sa it's exactly half past three here on soft options the show that's more than a chair on top with me and so i hope you're ready to move and I won't use the D word for now.
And so today, Monday, Monday the 4th of July, we remember St. Elizabeth of Portugal, who was born in the year 1271 and died in 1336. This Elizabeth is usually depicted in royal garb with a dove or an olive branch. At her birth in the year 1271, her father, Pedro III, who was future king of Aragon, was reconciled with his father James, the reigning monarch. And this proved to be a portent of things to come. Under the healthful influences surrounding her early years, she quickly learned self-discipline and acquired a taste for spirituality. Thus, fortunately prepared, she was able to meet the challenge when at the age of 12 she was given in marriage to Denis, king of Portugal. She was able to establish for herself a pattern of life conducive to growth in God's love, not merely through her exercises of piety, including daily mass, but also through her exercise of charity, by which she was able to befriend and help pilgrims, strangers, the sick, the poor, in a word, all those who need, uh, whose need came to her notice. At the same time, she remained devoted to her husband, whose infidelity to her was a scandal to the kingdom. He too was the object of many of her peace endeavors. She long sought peace for him with God and was finally rewarded when he gave up his life of sin. She repeatedly sought an effected peace between the king and their rebellious son Alfonso, who thought that he was passed over to favor the king's illegitimate children. Elizabeth acted as a peacemaker in the struggle between Ferdinand, who was king of Aragon, and his cousin James, who claimed the crown. And finally, from Coimbra, where she had retired as Franciscan tertiary to the monastery of the poor Clares after the death of her husband, she set out and was able to bring about a lasting peace between her son Alfonso, who was now king of Portugal, and his son-in-law, the king of Castile. The work of promoting peace is anything but a calm and quiet endeavor. It takes a clear mind, a steady spirit, and a brave soul to intervene between people whose emotions are so aroused that they are ready to destroy one another. This is all the more true of a woman in the early 14th century, but Elizabeth had a deep and sincere love and sympathy for humankind, almost a total lack of concern for herself and an abiding confidence in God. And these were the tools of her success.
And uh, this is uh, Toots and the Matals. Uh, of course, uh, the song is just called uh, Peace, Perfect Peace on Soft Options, uh, the show that's more than a chair on top on this, uh, the 4th of July. A great day for uh, those uh, who are celebrating Independence Day. <laughs> My name is Khanyadi Tabe. You're on Soft Options, the show that's more than a chair on top. And so... A few things are happening in the church tomorrow, no, not tomorrow, but on Wednesday, that uh, prayer service for peaceful, free and fair elections, local government elections at uh, the Konya Council of Churches offices in Durban. And this is in partnership with the Southern African Catholic Bishops Conference, Justice and Peace Commission. And uh, this will start at 9.30 in the morning. For more information, speak to Busi at Diaconia 031-310-3500. 031-310-3500. And then uh, Father Lawrence Mtuduzi Ndovu will be speaking also on Wednesday at uh, St. Augustine's College in uh, Johannesburg. And uh, this will be at 7 p.m. Uh, and he's speaking on the book of Ruth, Dynamics of Marginalization and uh, Liberation. We look forward to that. 7 p.m. on Wednesday, St. Augustine's in the Auditorium, 53 Lee Road in Victory Park. For more information, 011-380-9000. That's the number to dial. 011-380-9000. Of course, uh, Father Lawrence Mtuduzi Ndlovu is, uh, he was born in Soweto. He comes from uh, St. Margaret and Immaculate uh, Parishes in Deep Kloof. Uh, he's a writer, he's a, work, a youth worker and cultural enthusiast. He has worked in uh, media, of course, he started here at uh, Radio Veritas. He also worked for Soul Magazine uh, for a time. He was a field worker and youth facilitator in Soweto and around Johannesburg for Catholic Youth Office at some stage. Um, and so he uh, has uh, uh, his uh, philosophy, uh, he studied uh, philosophy as well. Uh, uh, and uh, holds a bachelor's degree in philosophy, a bachelor in divinity at the University of London, and a sacred theological uh, bachelor with the Bellarmine Institute at Heathrop College in London. Uh, so he is actually finishing his uh, master's and licentiate in theology at Heathrop uh, College uh, of the University of London at the moment. So there you are, quite an achievement. Come listen to him on Wednesday, 7 p.m., St. Augustine's College, 011-380-9000. That's the number to dial. And uh, just looking at uh, a few things uh, that happened uh, on this day in uh, history, it's the 4th of uh, July, and uh, it's the... Uh, well, we've really passed uh, the, f- uh, the half-year mark, so we are at 186 days uh, rem- uh, uh, into this leap year, 2016. There are 180 days uh, remaining this year. And then, of course, uh, in the United States, it's Independence Day, commonly known, commonly known as the 4th of July or July the 4th. And... Uh, it's commonly associated with fireworks, parades, barbecues, or prize as we call them here, picnics, baseball games, uh, yes. So that's uh, what it is. It's also Filipino-American Friendship Day today, which is a day in the Philippines designated by President uh, Diosdado Macabagal. 
uh, to commemorate the liberation of the country by joint Filipino and American forces from the Japanese occupation at the end of World War II. That was today. And, uh, of course, uh, we remember St. Elizabeth of Portugal today. We looked at her life earlier. We also remember St. Flavian. We remember St. Odo, who was the Bishop of Canterbury. It was on this day in the year 1827 when slavery uh, was abolished uh, in the New York State. It was on this day in the year 1862 uh, when an Oxford University student, uh, Lewis Carroll, narrated a story to a group of friends during a boat trip. This story was later published as Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. And uh, three years later, again on this day, that's when Alice's Adventures in Wonderland was published, 1865 today. And then uh, just a few things uh, that happened uh, in uh, South Africa. It was uh, on this day in the year 1879 uh, when uh, in the Battle of uh, Ulundi, decisive battle during the Zulu War took place with the British forces gaining the upper hand and Kechwayo, king of the Zulus at the time, suffered his final defeat, 1879 today. And it was on this day in 1968 when a meeting of the World Council of Churches in Sweden at which uh, uh, Bishop A.H. Zulu, who was Bishop of Zululand and Swaziland, Church of the Province of South Africa, he, of course this is the Anglican Church, he was elected, elected as one of the president. And uh, that meeting started today in the year 1968. So it was uh, on this day in the year 2004, only 15 years ago, uh, 11 years ago, I should say. No, 12 years ago. Hey, where's my maths? Polish-born South African centenarian uh, Philip Rabinowitz set a new world record on this day in the year 2004 by running the 100 meters in 28.7 seconds. And owing to a power failure, the time was not electronically recorded and it is not acknowledged as a world record. How batum, how sad. And so it was on this day in the year 2004 when uh, a granny by the name of Malukotimo of Mantata near Dendron, uh, which is now called, uh, well, Dendron, it is. Uh, she was the eldest person in South Africa and allegedly the eldest in the world. She celebrated her 130th birthday today in 2004. And so if it's your birthday today, you share it with the world surveyor and namesake of Mount Everest, George Everest. Born today in 1790, died in 1866. The 30th president of the United States, uh, Calvin Coolidge, died uh, in 1933. He was born today in 1872. English composer William Byrd died today in the year 1623. 
French Jesuit missionary and one of the Canadian martyrs, Antoine Daniel, died today in the year 1648. Argentinian composer Astor Piazzolla died today in the year 1992. And uh, it was uh, on this day in the year 2006 when acclaimed a South African painter from Flemish descent, Father Franz Lerot died in his sleep at a Bloemfontein hospital after being admitted with pneumonia two weeks earlier. Father Clairhout uh, was 87 at uh, the time of his death and he continued to paint daily during the last few years of his life at a home for retired Catholic priests. So there we are, a man we remember today, uh, Father Franz Clairhout, acclaimed a South African painter who died today in the year 2006. And uh, earlier we spoke to uh, Father Wilfred Joy. He's celebrating his birthday today. He's also a Catholic painter and an oblate of Mary Immaculate.
Wow, Shadowland on Radio Veritas 576M, 6 minutes to 4 o'clock. Time for us to look at our press circle for today. And so all the intentions that were sent through to Radio Veritas uh, today, we remember Vidalia's intentions, Maud, Celeste, Temba, Teresa, Ruby, Harriet, Moira, Denise, Beatrix, Shirley, Christine, Mankele Moshe, Bani, Marie, Zandile, Bernadina, Julie, Nkhono Harriet, Bandile, Beverly, Leona Eddy, Stabiso, the intentions of Father Benedict Mathangu, intentions of Elsie, intentions of Gift Tutze, Bernadette, Ashline East London, and that Augustinus Mutzeki. We also remember the intentions of Father Tom, remembering Wilfred Joy, Father Wilfred Joy, celebrating his uh, birthday today. The intentions of Nkelele Cheto, intentions of Adrian, intentions of Bicano, intentions of Max, intentions of Maria, Vivian, Joan, Greg Mashaba. Mempo in Kronstadt. Somebody who says here, uh, okay, that's uh, not an intention. The intentions of May Elizabeth Ndengane, intentions of Marion Jordan, intentions of Desiree, Stella, Marianne. Joseph Ramoroka, Andrew's family, Ines Kamara, Christina, Belinda, Lorraine, Carol, Jenny Tlatroayo, Philomena, Alan, Gugu, Florence, Mbali. Intentions of Lee, intentions of Mercy, Dos Santos family, Rosaline, Neo, Gogo Sondo, Gilbert, and all the intentions we have in our own hearts uh, right now. Lord, you know exactly what they are. You know who it is that we would like to pray for, for all our special intentions. For all these, Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us.
And so on this uh, Monday afternoon, we come to the end of uh, the show that's more than a show on top. Gashwell Brooks up next, uh, changing gear. And so from me, Khanyaditabe, Ya Khaula, Ya Ya. Thank you.